Uh, optimistic. Eight letters. Uh, positive? <laughs> you going to see Rue today? Yeah, I'll poke down later. Oh, she'll be thrilled to see you. Sure, she'll be glad of the company. Marilyn, I know it's short notice, but I don't suppose you could come with me. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. I've got to work. I'm still covering our own shifts. Yeah, well, I reckon you could do with a break. I don't mind. I'm not complaining. No, no, no. I know you're not. Yeah. I would love to come and see Rue, though. She's always in my thoughts. I just want her to get through this horrible time and come back and be with us. <laughs> you send her my love. I'll make a point of it. Thanks. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. We are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News, a home and away podcast. Your weekly episode companion podcast for your favourite Aussie soap. No more secrets, no more lies, Sophie. Mm. Uh-oh. Mm-mm-mm. How are you? You okay? <laughs> I'm good. We're a team. There's no <laughs> I in team. We started the episode very solid there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Looking forward to today, actually. I'm all, we've been hard at it most of the day, haven't we? Prepping and, you know, not stopped, have we really? Not stopped, buying all that wine, you know, all that prep. (laughs) Yeah, all the wine running, storm, whatever the storm name is. Babette or whatever it is. Babette, yeah. Or is it Babette? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that name. I'll be honest. I'm not very. Somebody very write in and tell us is the tea silent. Not very cultured. No. But yes. And somebody's having a birthday this weekend. Oh, what you're bringing that? that <laughs> you don't get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, happy birthday in advance for tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, release day, birthday. Release day. What else could you ask for? Seriously. Yeah. Stars are aligned. Thank you very much. I'm 24. <laughs> Anybody asks? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> the old, my oldest memory of Home and Away is... Um, River Boys. <laughs> Cat Chapman. <laughs> oh, bless you. Nothing before then. Got anything nice planned? No, do you know everyone's asking me, and this is the first year I have put I've done a no. Really? No. Yeah. Well, I'm going I'm going away on Tuesday and yeah. And you know, so I've got things to do, you know. Yeah. 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 So so no. No, there's a new Netflix series. Well, a new season of a Netflix series that I watch out today. So like You know, my plan is to just hunker, hunker down yeah. in Storm Bebet Bebe, and Why um, not? it's your birthday. Watch Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fabulous. Yes. You know, I love right. a net- Netflix binge, so I'll always back you up on that plan. <laughs> Thank you. Gracias. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then just pretend I'm 24, basically. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing that for many years, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not working but 24 was a good 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 number wasn't it you know like old enough to know better but young enough to still have fun do you know what I mean yeah yeah your your Mm. front cortal whatever it is your front bit of your brain's not not fully formed until you're 25 so when you're 25 (laughs) you start you start getting sensible don't you I think 24 is like the last year of (laughs) woohoo was that what I felt on my 25th birthday (laughs) (laughs) it was your full frontal what is your brief frontal cortex or something there's something in your brain that's not fully developed until you're 25 uh, i'm afraid and then when you're 20 no. when you're 25 you're meant to be more sensible because this is fully developed and oh, you're, you're an adult you're not an adult mentally until you're 25 or something i don't know there's some science just google it i have no idea oh, i'm just talking I'm absolute crap. i am not googling 25 year old full frontal thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough You'll get some Police. even weirder, weirder adverts on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad enough. Police are being... Your adverts on Facebook are hilarious. Oh, dear. Yes. Tar- not, tar- not so targeted, I'll say. 
Not so targeted. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Contrary to what Meta think, I do not have a fetish for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up recipes for bread. <laughs> Someone's uh, using your Wi-Fi, I reckon. Must have words. Must have mm. words. <laughs> mm. Right, home and away. <laughs> should, should we do a bit of that? <laughs> should we do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be um, one of them days I'm sorry guys sorry to the well, listeners you know it's gonna be great if we're apologizing mm. from the off um <laughs> would you like your headlines sophie i would harper and dana remember their alibi but it seems that detective madden is one step ahead alf is concerned for rue and organizes a hospital transfer back to the bay Xander, a.k.a. Captain Cackles, continues <laughs> to struggle to get on board with Rose meeting her father, not helped by him re-entering her orbit. <laughs> oh, if you listened to First Look last week, that will make sense. We've got one more, we've got one more. Oh, uh, John settles on a plan for the surf club team bonding day thingy. Please take the time to like, subscribe and review Coastal News wherever you source your podcasts and ensure you never miss an episode. Right, Lyric in a minute and Sophie, you're going to take us through it this week, aren't you? I'm going to try and fail spectacularly because I tried to do this earlier and I nearly had an asthma attack. I don't know how you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> With great problematic words and oh gosh tongue twi twist and all sorts. do your best do your best can't, can't be any I worse than the storyline itself i can't <laughs> so. read at the best of times never mind with the countdown <laughs> you oh, let me know when you're ready and i'll hit that clock shall i count down Whew. okay let me breathe in three two one go Forrest catches Remy busking lyric songs and threatens legal action Forrest decides now is the time to announce kirby's solo career Bree was asking the question that's on everyone's mind. Why can't Remy and Eden just write some new songs? Remy spots the announcement about Kirby going solo on the socials. Eden and Remy wallow in the comments from their fans who are speculating if this is the end of Lyric. Even though Remy and Eden are broke and have no jobs, Bree suggests that they all go to Salt for pizza. In Salt, Kirby is celebrating her solo announcement with Forrest and a glass of champagne. Remy and Eden see this, lose their appetites and leave. Don't make me laugh. Elsewhere <laughs> in the bay, Theo has decided he's happy for Kirby and that he wants to be a mechanic again. Lyric now have no songwriter and no lead singer. Remy and Eden do some more sulking and decide to run off to Remy's parents' holiday home to write some new material. On the way out, they run into Kirby and shout at her for pulling copyright on their songs. Kirby doesn't have a Scooby what they mean. Kirby gets confirmation from Bree that the... Oh, it's making a noise. Ooh. Oh, oh. I need to breathe now. That's a lot. Breathe, breathe. That oh. was Lyric in a minute. That was Lyric I'm, in a minute. I was well about done. three quarters of the way through, but that'll do. That's all right. What you don't know won't hurt you. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, how how uh, have you done that for two weeks in a row? I'm literally dying. Not as good as that. You did that well. You did that well. Oh, dear. You made me laugh. I can't remember what it was, but... <laughs> sorry. I am sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. Yeah, sabotage. Right then. Tony and Flick, let's talk about them because, you know, he's feeling iced out, if you remember, this week. Mm. Um, he just can't understand why she did that interview mm. while he was away. You know where she, she met her attacker face on and we absolutely applauded that scene. Lapped that mm. up last week, didn't we? Um, yeah. But very quickly Tane was not happy about it he was kept in the dark I was saying to you wasn't I last week this is really frustrating me actually because mm. you know they agreed to draw a line the only way this was going to work and they were going to move forward and get through this was if they were open with each other and I felt a bit frustrated that she was doing this without telling him mm. we, you know and and I can understand why he's come home to find this happening and he's, and he's reacted the way he is, to be honest. Mm. He's fuming, yeah. isn't he? Yes. 
uh, quite rightly I think it's yeah I think it's a shame with these two really because I'm starting to see some real cracks here and I don't know what to do about it you've visual watched them Mm. I have yeah I don't want to see it I don't want them to have cracks I want you know we had this scene where they said oh you know no more lies from now on with him just you know we're going to be good and yeah. I just thought well the fact that you've said it out loud just makes me yeah think it's not going to happen mm. yeah when when that was happening he was like no more secrets no more lies mm. I was thinking oh my god so he was right oh good yeah. god yeah mm. And she said mm-hmm. something like, yeah, can we just get on with our lives now? And I thought, well, you've just cursed it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this, you know. Mm. <sighs> this yeah. is like power couple status here. Why are we ruined? You know, and it's all this, any more crap going their way, my days. I know. I mean, has Tane himself not been through enough? You know, mm. we, we've mm. reeled off laughably how much he's gone through since he's joined the show it's just mad he just deserves this little slice of happiness for a little bit I think and if it ends up that way it's going to be it's going to be ugly isn't it it's going to be ugly it's going to be it's going to be mad yeah. You know, it's not it's not going to be a, um, amicable by any stretch of the imagination. They just know it. No, um, there's too much. There's too much fire between them for it to ever be. You yeah. know, they couldn't they couldn't ever go back to being friends. And I don't think they could split up without it being toxic either. Yeah, absolutely, hundred yeah. um, percent. I mean, he's avoiding. Well, she's avoiding him. She's trying to small talk, isn't she, this week? And mm. he's like, cut to the chase, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, let, let's layer the cards down here. And mm. she says, if I told you I was going to do it, you'd protect me. You'd try and talk me out of it. And I didn't want, you know, I don't no offence, but I didn't want to have to worry about your feelings on top of my own. <laughs> mm. I, I, I call me insensitive. But, and, I, and I feel like I've been really, really fair and compassionate with Felicity in the last mm. few months with everything that's gone on but I'm feeling like do you know it's about time someone did think about Tani's feelings for a change is that mm. am I being unfair thinking that no I think you're right I think we have had very much the flick show for a long 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 time and Tane does take the back seat he takes the back seat in not just with flick but with loads of people doesn't he you know when um he's lost his brothers and he's mm. put other other people first when that's happened you know he's put Nico first um, you know, when he was he was grieving for Ari, but he was more worried about Nico and how Nico felt and worrying about um, Mia and Chloe. And, and he puts himself last, doesn't he, all the time? Yeah, yeah. And worries about other people. But actually, you know, sometimes he has to put himself first and think, what do, what do I want? What do I need to be happy? And yeah. I don't think it's, it's unreasonable for him to say to Flick, you know, I don't, it's not the fact that you went to the interview and the fact that you did it, it's the fact that you didn't tell me that you'd yeah. made that decision. You yeah. could have you could have spoken to me about it once you've decided. I I kind of get that she wanted to decide for herself and not have because Eden was going, don't do it, don't do it, and Cash was going, yeah, just do do it if you think it's you know it's the right thing to do. And then Tani would have had an opinion as well, and then she's thinking about what everyone else wants her to do. I think it was understandable for her to come to that conclusion by herself. But once she had decided, she could have called Tani and said, look. I've had this big decision to make and I've decided this is what I'm going to do. I'd like your support with it. Don't, don't come back. I'm okay. But you know, I want to let you know because you're my husband, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's unreasonable for him to be a bit upset that he didn't, she didn't tell him and then he had to find out from Remy and then walk in the police station and she's in the room. He's had no time to process that happening like his wife sat in the room with this guy he's just had to turn up and see it and not had to he's not had any time to prepare himself and I think that was a bit cruel yeah I agree I 100% agree and you know a a phone call Mm. um you know an explanation fair enough if he wanted to rush home that would be on him yes but um, I don't know to sort of to it was, I felt like it was a bit of a dig like mm. you know I can't be dealing with you on top of me you yeah. know and I, and I just thought actually all he ever does is deal with you <laughs> do you know like everybody does yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah. and I felt 
okay, there are moments where you can be selfish, but mm. we, we always come back to that word selfish with Felicity, don't we? There's, it's, yeah. it's a trait of hers that yeah. does rear its head every now and then. Mm. Um, and I just feel like um, Tani might be getting into a bit of a, a bit of a situation here where he's, he might be feeling trapped. You know, I don't want to leave mm. her, you know, because this awful things happened to her. Or, you know, but I also feel like I can't stay because, mm. like, she can't be honest with me. And, mm. I, and, I, and I feel like he's going to end up being torn in two yeah. um, as a result yeah. of it all. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I absolutely get what you're saying. Absolutely. Mm. And, and I, I mean, think, sorry, you go. No, I was going to say, he starts shutting down as a result, mm. doesn't he? And you think the mm. worst thing you can do is that because that's just going to make her rile right up. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, that's like a red flag, isn't it, to a ball? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, th- I think from a lot of people on the socials, they're kind of saying, you know, Tane knew this about Flick when they when they got together. He knew that she was a bit selfish and a bit, you know, well, that's true. Yeah, self-absorbed and everything else, and there's a difference between knowing and expecting it, and actually having to live through it, isn't there? Sometimes, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you feel like your abilities to cope. Mm. You feel like you've got greater abilities than actually you do when it comes down to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got, you've got to be the one that gets leaned on, not the one that yeah. leans on people. And sometimes yeah. love love isn't enough on its own. Do you know no. what I mean? Yeah. He does come round though the next day, doesn't he? As always, shows up for her yet again, despite what she said. And he comes round. This is when they have that, you know, that chat, no more secrets, yada yada yada. We're mm. a team, are we not? Um, and like you you alluded to before, major foreshadowing that clearly we're not, and we're kidding ourselves. And I'm a little bit upset because I'm thinking a bit like you. This is the start of the uh, the end, isn't mm. it, really? Mm. Um, and I know, like, on a soap, no one can be happy because that's not fun. That's not a good TV show, is it? But, no. you know, I wanted, I wanted these two to be endgame after all the crap. Um, yeah. And it's upsetting, really, that it's going that way. Um, mm. I think it'd be nice just to have a little bit of stability, wouldn't it, with these two? I mean, it's just gone from mm. tragedy to tragedy, from awful thing to awful thing. You know, mm. we've just got past this this sexual assault stuff, uh, and now it feels like there's it's still hanging over us. There's still a you know a, a sort of black cloud over them, isn't there? Really? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, Harp is asking Cash for an update on Dana's case this week. Uh, when we rejoin these guys, and this is a storyline I'm right here for, loving this. <laughs> so, um, and he's printed off the files to try and avoid detection. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the best thing to do, isn't it? To avoid detection, print them off and take them off. <laughs> Hard copy, a ring binder. Thought <laughs> oh, it's going to get apostilled. Oh, God, <laughs> plastic sheets for all the, you know, plastic oh, rollers. God. For every page. Remember them. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Remember going to WH Smith's and buying packs of them. Mm, yeah. Mm. The poor fishies. Oh, um, God. Awful. And now he's, uh, he's back. Basically, he's, he's avoiding detection. It's all getting a bit dangerous because of mm. detective, you know, dodgy detective Madden there. Um, mm. And he's speaking to Dana and Harper. They're back at Irene's beach house. And he's saying, we need to establish a timeline of the day in question. You know, where, you know, when you're supposed to have stolen these drugs from the hospital. Um, and they go, oh, do you remember we went to lunch like we do all the time? And you're like, what? You've mm-hmm. only just mentioned this? Have you just remembered this? And yep. it turns out they did give this in their statement, but it's not in the hard copy. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> He's there thumbing it. It's not there. <laughs> oh, I was a bit frustrated, I'll be honest. But it took this oh. long, this many mm-hmm. episodes to talk about their al- her alibi, where she was at the scene, you know, the, t- the time of the crime. Mm-hmm. We just realised <laughs> that she was with her sister in a place that had CCTV and it captured the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're here now. I'm glad that Cash was able to help them reach this conclusion and, um, you know. It it was it was very sort of uh, we said we because they did tell the detective so they just assumed they knew but mm. nobody cross nobody so 
well, I say they, Dana did in her statement, but nobody cross-referenced it with Harper and they haven't spoken about it between them since. Mm, it it yeah. seems a little bit of a stretch, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so like you say, yeah, well, how did, how's it taken so long? But um, Cash, he's got them there. So obviously, naturally, they need to get their hands on this CCTV from the restaurant, don't they? So they start yeah. making calls and um, Cash is all, you know, getting involved, you know, they're pursuing the restaurant, aren't they? He's going to go down there and he's going to he's going to go and get the footage. And off he trots and Harper um, gets a call and it's Detective Madden. He wants mm. her to come down to the cop shop for an interview. Mm. So off she goes down to ICPD. I'll cut to the chase. Where's your sister? He knows, doesn't he? He knows. Mm-hmm. He knows that she's harboring her. He knows that Cash knows about it. He's. I. I was watching this, thinking he's starting to play with them now. Mm. Like he just. He's just waiting for them to slip up. Mm. Um. And and you know he's just basically he's he's, he's come to town to play with them. Because he yeah. knows they're here, and he's just going to try and basically keep them off the scent. Basically, mm. I don't, I don't think he's that fussed if he catches Dana or not at this moment. What do you think? No, no, I don't think so. I think he just wants to catch them out in a lie because yeah. then he can he can say, well, you know, Harper's alibi is no good because she's a liar. Um, yeah, and th- and throw it out the window, and that's the only thing that's keeping Dana, you know, anyone she's obviously in trouble but the only thing keeping her out of trouble is harper and her you know her account of what happened um and having and you know being able to prove that so if he gets rid of the cctv and then he proves that harper is a liar then dana's case is just going to fall through isn't it so absolutely yeah i saw you know we talk about this whole sort of there's a team isn't there behind this operation it's not Mm. just madden lone detective we suspect ollie is involved um Mm. and whoever else in the force who is able to make evidence disappear you know and 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 keep quiet about it etc um so i think madden's actual purpose in the team his role is to make sure that dana doesn't uncover anything she shouldn't like I think I think that's his purpose he's been sent there to make sure Mm. nothing goes untoward with the plan um that's what I feel anyway however while they're down there and they're having these really dramatic police threats back and forth Dana's back at um Irene's house Mm. celebrating because you know she thinks that the cctv is a done deal and it proves that she couldn't have been at the hospital because she was at lunch at the exact same time so it wasn't her and we'll get her off she's dancing she play music and she also has a bit of a thumb through the old file and reads her superstar boyfriend ollie aka judas reads <laughs> his statement and it's not nice reading for her is it no. She's a bit betrayed there. Mm. He's, he's handed her on a platter, so mm. they say. It's a bit of a stinker of a boyfriend, yeah. isn't he? Total stinker. I mean, he's he's basically lied in his statement and said that she's done this before. She's stolen drugs from the hospital before. They've mm-hmm. had wor- words about it before. She's taken fentanyl from the hospital. You know, this is all serious stuff that he's accusing her of. And as far as we know, it's all absolute crap. Mm-hmm. Um but to, it was nice to get her to see it because up until now she's been trying to call him, hasn't she? Which has been driving me crazy. It's been like, why would you call this guy? Why would you call someone that's that's telling the cops that you've done this crime? Uh-huh. Why would you want? Unless you want to talk to him and say, "What the hell, Mister? Like, come clean. Why have you dropped? Why have you done this? Why have you set me up?" But it didn't feel to me like she was calling him for that. She felt like it, she was calling him to say, "It's me. Hello, babe." Yeah. I was like, I'm not here for what the earth is going on. It's really naive vibes, isn't it? Like yeah. he told me he loved me and he wouldn't have done this to me. And mm. she's kept the lines of communication open, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. this completely blows my first theory out the window. Do you remember me saying that Dana herself was complicit in the cover-up? Do you remember ah. that was my first? Do you remember me saying that? Yes. And that, so do. that blows that out of the water, doesn't it? Because it sounds pretty much that she's been set up by her nearest mm. and dearest Ollie Judas boyfriend here. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's no going back, surely. Surely. No, I mean, mm. she's oh, she's wound me up a little bit this week, I'll be honest, because 
I feel like Harper's the adult and Dana's like the child. I don't think the sisterly relationship to me is not coming across as much as like, you know, the mother and child relationship because, you know, Dana's the one that's putting all of her, her life at risk, trying to, her career, et cetera, her, her freedom because she could go to prison for harboring the fugitive. She's putting yeah. all this on the line for Dana, trying to take all these risks, risks for her to try and get her out of this situation that she's in and Dana doesn't seem to be taking it seriously at all like you say she's dancing around the kitchen she's got the music on she's got the back door wide open anybody could walk in you know people drop mm. into Irene's all the time Mr Stewart could walk in Marilyn could walk in Leah John uh-huh. I know I know Irene's not there but they could pop round to just say hi to Harper make sure she's okay you know it's a very neighborly thing to do it's just drove me mad that she's not taking it seriously and I'm yeah. like oh this girl yeah, Honestly. She, she's naive. She's very naive. Um, she how is. old is she supposed to be? Well, she's, she's supposed to be a nurse. Like she's supposed to be a qualified nurse who works in a hospital. Now, to qualify as a nurse, you you, you don't just do that in a day, do you? So you go to yeah. college or uni or you know what I mean, and you you qualify, mm. and then you do the the work experience. So she, I reckon, she's got to be early twenties at the youngest. Yeah, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, but she, maybe she's a bit younger in sort of mentality. Yeah, because she's, she, she's acting like a teenager, isn't she? Yeah, she is. She is. Let's see. The pennies have all slowly started dropping. Imagine and Ollie are connected, <laughs> and then Cash is there saying, "Look, guys, he's probably already watching the house. You need to be very, very careful. You mm. know, you can't leave the house." Absolutely, he'll know you're here. He's waiting. He's 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 really you know he's waiting for you to put a foot wrong. He knows you're yeah. here. He's just yeah. waiting for you to 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 show yourself, basically. Do you know? Um, what? I I was surprised. You know, he had um, Harper in Harper and Cashra and the the YCPD being interviewed by Madden. I was yeah. really surprised. What I was expecting was Madden to follow them home because they went yeah. straight back, didn't they? They went straight back to mm-hmm. Irene's house together. And Dana was there, back door open, dancing round, happy. And I thought it'd be great if Madam walked in now because you'd just catch them straight at yeah. it. That's that's what I was expecting. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, okay, we get a leave of absence for like a day, but this is going to happen again, surely. Yeah, I think it'll happen with Irene first. Oh, do you? Because mm, Irene's not a clue, has she? No. Um, yeah, we, we don't it. know when she's back, do we? I don't think she's been mentioned like when she's coming she- back. My other half was like, she's going to have kittens when she gets home. <laughs> <laughs> what the flaming heck's going on in my house? <laughs> God save Ireland. Who the blooming heck are you? <laughs> oh, God. Mm, mm, so it, this is feeling, I'm getting anxious. This is feeling mm. really nerving this. Um, so let's find out. So at the moment, they're literally, you know, buried away at Irene's house like mm. what's your next move because what I think whatever you do now you're gonna rumble yourself girl you know mm. yeah mm. speaking of moves Alf you know he's not up here well oh god city hospital is he <laughs> no <laughs> bracing myself uh, for this <laughs> he's worrying about why <laughs> for Rue's great return <laughs> basically well long story short because it's, it's a bit of a b story isn't it this week um mm. it, there's all this talk about why is she down at the city she wants to be back home and and all this chit chat's happening around marilyn and marilyn's looking a bit like mm, mm. you know like it's a bit of trepidation of her coming home turns out long story short they haven't spoken and she's not been to see her because she's ashamed and feels she's got a lot of self-blame about the bomb as you would because, you know, mm. it's all the whole stunning organic shebang that blew her up in the van. Um, and so she's tiptoeing around that that subject, isn't she? She's sort of dancing around it. Um, mm. And Leah, like Leah Blumindles, takes over the whole thing and arranges some sort of day pass like she's in prison. Day and release, yeah. Day release, yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yes, and I was like, well, why did I think of that? Because she's not in jail. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it's not just me, because that made me titter to myself. Same. I have visions of her down in Wentworth. 
Um, I know. I thought she'd be in like you know the police out, not police outfit, the prison outfit. You know, I was yeah, expecting her in the like, orange boiler. <laughs> yeah, in, in a boiler suit with handcuffed <laughs> hands and feet ball, and ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> so funny. Ruin the stocks. Oh, I'd put a fibre to throw something at a depot. <laughs> oh. um, so, but, oh, long story short, they, they call the hospital and they arrange to move her back. So she's moving back to northern districts. You know, Leah tries to get a, a day out organised, but it's a no-go, isn't it? Um, mm. Perhaps it wasn't a a lake with a single-story car park in the end. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this did confuse me because what they initially wanted was this day release thing where they were going to take her for a picnic, weren't they, by the ocean or something, mm. so that she could get out of the hospital for a day. I understood that in a way because it was like, get out of the hospital for a day. She's been in there for weeks. You know, let her see her friends, let her get out and see see the sea, see, get some fresh air. I thought, yeah, that probably is what, you know, you'd need a being cooped up in hospital for weeks and weeks and weeks but yeah. no what they've done is they've just moved her to a different hospital that's nearer to her house yeah so how, how is this the same thing I'm no, confused. no she's still cooped up in a hospital she's had a good <laughs> ride out in the ambulance <laughs> i mean i'm glad she's still in the hospital but um i think we're going to see her now aren't we because blissfully she's been in the hospital in the city and we've not been allowed to have any scenes there Mm-hmm. But but now she's in the hospital close to the ho- the house where Bree works and and, yeah. and Marilyn has no excuse but to go and visit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to see it, aren't we? Yes, we're going to see. We're going to have scenes at the yeah. the all too familiar hospital. Yeah, mm. you're right. Uh, brace yourself, brace. I am. Brace. Yeah. Uh, right. Team bonding sessions. Let's talk. Not bonding, <laughs> not bondage. <laughs> Let's Don't just make get that the very two clear. Because <laughs> you can end up in HR nightmare yeah. if you get yeah. the two confused. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. And and any other kind of nightmare with Gerald from the Surf Club. <laughs> Claustrophobic um, Gerald. From the <laughs> absolutely. So bondage isn't for him. Um, so <laughs> John is nervous about impressing Alf, hasn't he? Because Alf has sailed on through these plans for this team bonding day. Mute. Um, (laughs) mm -hmm. Muting his Bluetooth um, earphone. I I can't believe we're talking about these words in the same sentence as Alf. (laughs) Muting his Bluetooth hearing aid. He's he's okayed uh, along with the rest of the committee. They voted through this day, and he is is he's panicking. John, mm. he's thinking of ideas, surfing lessons, no. Um, you know, he's 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 he's, pe- he's pecking Mac a lot, and it gives us these great comedy moments between Mac and John, who just bounce off each other so easily. Um, and uh yeah, they ultimately um rope Mac into and settle on the idea of a cocktail making class at salt, mm. don't they? Which sounds quite enjoyable, actually. It doesn't sound too bad. Not too far good. to go. It sounds good, yeah. but d- is it something that would impress Mr. Stewart? I would probably say no. Well, I think he's managed to pass, hasn't he? Because of the yeah. Rue Hospital transfer. He's, yeah. he's, he's turning up, is he? No, um, but I, I thought but... the whole point, I thought the whole reason why John was so stressed was that he wanted to find something that, that Alf would go, yes, John, you've done you've a great done job. Because mm, he's, yeah. he's so desperate for that approval, isn't he? Just He just wants Alf to say one nice thing to him and and say, John, John you did a good job, or John... You know, just just a compliment. Just throw him, yeah. just throw him a bone, Alf. Just let him yeah. have one one compliment. You know, give it him as a Christmas present. That's all he wants. But I was still, I I did sort of think cocktails. You never know. You might not know Mister Stewart as much as you think you do. He might love a Cosmo. He might. Yeah, I think he's more of a Victoria Bitter kind of <laughs> guy. But there we go. <laughs> VB, VB in a meat pie at the Aussie Rules. <laughs> That's what I would have done if I, if I wanted to impress Mr. Stewart. I'd have mm. had a day out either at the racetrack or Aussie Rules mm. or or the rugby, and it would have been a meat pie in one hand and a VB in the other. And I think he would have been like, "Yeah, this is okay." He wouldn't go overboard with the compliments, but he might be like, "Yeah, this is this is passable." 
Yeah, it is actually um, Xander, a.k.a. Captain Cackles, who <laughs> gives him the idea, isn't it? Because he's <laughs> having some sort of existential crisis and he's throwing bottles in the air behind the bar and he goes, oh, cocktails. <laughs> don't you do that when you're having a bad day? Don't you just wander yeah. into work and start throwing the bottles around? Start juggling vodka. Yeah. Of course. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Stress relief. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some random moments this week, hasn't there? It really has. <laughs> I've loved it. It's so random. So it's full steam ahead with the cocktail making class. It looks mm. like uh, Alves managed to dodge it. I think he's happy about that. Um, and Xander all smiles in a mood. John hilarious. He's got his outfit on, dressed for the occasion. Oh. All steam ahead, and I'm looking forward to Monday. Mm. I really am because it's going to be funny. It's going to be good. Did you know that John used to be in the Navy? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he likes to mention that just in case anyone's missed it. <laughs> yeah, you, you use that as an excuse as the reason why. Oh, yeah, because, because Mar- do you know, sorry, <laughs> you've just, you just made me think about a, a point here. Oh, yeah. Because that was, he said that, didn't he, when Marilyn was like, oh, you know what you get like, don't drink too yeah. much. Don't drink, um, John. Yeah. And that was his sort of, I've been in the Navy, you know, I can drink you under the table or whatever drink like a fish that was it drink like a fish that's another clue for the john maz reunion oh she knows him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she We've still cares she still cares she's why yeah. you know why would your ex ex-wife care that you you know you're having a a night out, a works night out and tell you to be careful and tell you to be you know why would she care she because she cares yeah, yeah, but it's normally the other way around. So, mm. this, so there was this. There was an occasion a couple of weeks back, wasn't there, as well? Yeah. And when I said to you, I think it's going to happen eventually. Mm. It, uh, this, oh. this, this pricked my ears a bit. I was like, oh, another, another clue, another clue. Maybe I'm wish, maybe I'm just projecting. But this to uh, me, yeah, feels like we might be on the road back. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I might be getting ahead of myself. Well, we've been mentioning it for a year and we know the writers are about a year <laughs> ahead. So <laughs> if if suddenly they get back together, we're claiming this as our, our thing. Yeah. We made it yeah. happen. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, absolutely. Of course. You're welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. One thing we'll never, ever claim is Rose. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I would have kidded. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm only kidding, but Rose this week, this has been borderline insufferable. Let's quickly try and summarise it. Rose and Xander's mum is constantly calling Xander. Actually, I don't think it's Rose that's been the problem. I think it is actually Xander this week. Mm. Um, I was texting you about it, wasn't I? Um, He feels stuck in the middle, which I completely understand, because he's he's lying to his mum, but he also wants to try and support his sister, even though he doesn't really agree or understand entirely why she's doing it anyway. And mm. we've, we've gone over that in previous weeks, you know, that whole debate on why he can't get on board with it and what he feels will be different to her feelings, etc. We've gone over that before. Go back and listen to it if you want to hear it. But um, he just does not get it, does he? So, yeah. and lo and behold... There's a knock at the door and it's Sammy Boy. It's old Samuel there. Sammy Roses. Boy. <laughs> That's what Britain. Familiar. <laughs> two episodes. You, I didn't know you knew him so well. Oh, this is two episodes now. I'm in the book. <laughs> I'm in the Bible. Are you have you written your name on the first mm-hmm. page? Mm-hmm. And I've done that 90s S everyone did. Oh, you know. yeah. I, I still do that when I'm doodling on on a meeting, on a team's meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in there. I'm in there. Oh, dear. Um, he stayed the book. God. He's had to let him in, hasn't he? He's had to let him in. So he's like, yeah. you know, doesn't tell him who he is, though, does he? You know, he's definitely keeping at arm's length here, Xander, isn't he? Because mm-hmm. he, he's got this sort of voice in his head saying it's betraying your mum. You know, your yes. mum would be upset about this. And he's really yeah. torn by it. Um, Rose finally comes home, you know, and she, you know, and Xander manages to slow Pop out of the way straight away. He's not happy. He's not happy. Mm. Um, Marley does this awkward introduction, you know. 
There's a lot about your life I don't know. Mm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you did you did just meet her last week. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. Um, Xander's then doing a sleepover at Max. This was floated a couple of weeks ago. She offered the room, didn't she? He's now mm. took her up on it. He can't bear to go home. Why is Xander acting like this, Sophie? Try and help me understand it because I'm banging my head against the wall here. In a word, well, in two words, wet lettuce springs to, <laughs> springs to mind. For, for, oh, I feel bad saying this, but Xander is so, so sensitive. He's such a sensitive little soul. And Rose, by contrast, is so insensitive of her, her feelings and other people's feelings, I think. Mm. I don't think she really knows how she feels and she certainly doesn't really understand how, how anybody else could possibly feel, um, you yeah. know, by her, her actions or, or what else. Oh, I don't know. I, I feel like I need to feel empathy for Xander, but I found it difficult of you. Yeah, I think I text you and I said, why is he being such a baby? <laughs> Like, yeah, we we we've we've put it off, haven't we? We've put it down to the mm. beating us with the stick. Like, you know, we are vicariously being taught a lesson through Marley and his conversations. Yeah, I get it, I get it, right? Hundred percent get it. But at this point, like, she's a grown ass woman. You mm. are a grown ass man. Leave yeah. her to it. Like, yeah. tell your mum, don't tell your mum. Do you need to even mention Rose to your mum? Like, who cares? Just tell your mum you're at work. Like, I would they... just say to him, I just answer the phone and say, Mum, I don't want you asking me questions about what Rose is up to. You know, it, I don't I yeah. don't speak for her. You know, contact her. And if you've got a problem with her, then yeah. ask her to come and see you. Or come, we haven't met their mum have we so yeah. come to the bay and actually visit yeah. your kids you've not yeah. been here they've been here for like when did they join last summer yeah a while back yeah it's been mm. over a year and we've never seen her mum in the in the bay mm. or their their mum i should say in the bay so you know yeah. just phone and your, you know what phone your yeah, kid, phone phone, yeah yeah if phone me if you want to talk about me that's yeah. what i'd say yeah yeah Mhm, mhm. I'd like that. But it, middle. Yeah. this is them two all over, though, isn't it? They're into yeah. each other's pockets way too much. Absolutely. They're so intertwined, aren't they? Mm. I mean, I remember us laughing when they first joined the show, and we were like, "Are they brother and sister or a couple?" Because they're a little <laughs> bit too close, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a little bit, ooh, but, mm, yeah, a bit creepy uh, to start didn't with. Like it. Yeah. Ooh. No. I <laughs> <laughs> but it's honest and then that whole charade when she goes mm. to lunch in the salt and he's working and he's going outside in a huff <laughs> he's like oh, if i God. can't see them they can't see me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you're right it was a bad idea coming here like oh uh. <laughs> it was so funny she was like trying to wave at him and he's like trying to look anywhere else like i can't see you I'm just going to go out on the balcony for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Oh, it was so bad. And Max all like, no, he can't talk. He's really busy. He's We've really busy. Customers. He's really busy getting himself drunk in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, I know. I mean, even, the, even the blow up, you know, because they had the argument when they, you know, you're just like, just let me talk. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But even the blow up that they had. You know, and it mm. was like, because she then turns around and tells Sam, Sammy Boy to do one, doesn't she? Yeah. You know, which I didn't see coming, I'll be honest. Um, I thought this was really harsh. I mean, I, I'm I'm struggling with Samuel a bit because it, it's been a bit weird, hasn't it? <laughs> Let's face it, it's been a bit weird. It's, it's Rose. <laughs> I mean, this is supposed to be like a really <laughs> emotional thing. She's tracked down her father that she didn't know who he was for all these years she's thought about him for all these years and she's tracked him down he didn't know that he had a daughter he hasn't rejected her he hasn't told us to rack off he's no. embraced it and he said I, I want to you know i want to spend time with you. you you know i need to get to know you and them getting to know each other has been very one-sided hasn't it? he's been telling her a lot of things about himself and his family and i think he was drawing out a family tree at one point on a piece of paper and rose hasn't even told him he's that she's got a brother 
you know, it's like she's very guarded. She's not telling him anything. And then she's saying to Marley, oh, I don't feel a click. He's he's a really nice man, but I don't feel anything. And I'm like, well, maybe try actually opening up and talking to him. Yeah. That that whole conversation in Salt, where I think JP interrupts the lunch and introduces himself. And then when he realises that's Rose's dad... He says, "Oh, do you get? Does she get the golfing skills from you?" And then she just mm. goes really, really quiet and really awkward. And then later on, there's a scene with Marley where he says to her, "Oh, you know, the, the golfing thing was awkward because that was the thing you had with your dad." And I was like, "Why doesn't she just tell this guy? Why don't she just I say, I had a stepdad, Xander's dad only died a year ago. Uh-huh. He brought he brought me up. He was my dad. He's the one that taught me to golf. So this is a bit weird for me. Just." have some dialogue with this poor guy because he's got no idea he keeps putting his foot in it and he's got no idea he's putting his foot in it and I just felt so bad for him yeah I did and and actually I I, I was quite glad when you know when he you know when she told him to sling sling his hook and and he said Mm. oh well I can't just forget about this now now I know you know like this is not something that I can go back on so easily um I just didn't Ooh. expect it to be her to push back. Normally in these type mm. of stories, you get the rejection from the parent, don't you? Absolutely. Um, Which is why that in that conversation with Xander and Mac, I thought, oh, here we go. Because you remember when Xander was having this meltdown at work and pouring himself a drink and Mac was like, talk to me, tell me what's going on. And they mentioned Dean and he asked about Dean's relationship with Mac because obviously Dean and Mac didn't grow up as siblings. They found each other later on in life. And I thought, oh, this is a really good opportunity now for Mac yeah. to say, do you know what? My dad rejected Dean. He pretty much paid him to go away, paid him off. He didn't want him anywhere near me. You know, it wasn't a nice reunion like Samuel and Rose have got, where Samuel yeah. actually wants to know about Rose and tell her all this stuff. You know, she's quite lucky, really, in a way yeah. that he's he's accepted her. Bearing in mind, still no DNA test, still no proof that she's actually his daughter. She no, hasn't spoken to her mum. There was a bracelet, but it's mm. not proof that they're related, is it? There's no, there's no, there's no factual evidence that they. That he actually is her dad, but he has accepted it as truth from day yeah. one, and yeah. wants to get to know her. I mean, that's bloody unusual. Let's be honest. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And yet now, you know, she's the one that sought him out. She's the one that found him. She's the one that wrote the letter. She's the one that told him that you know she existed, but she doesn't want him. Like. Um, yeah. and Xander yeah. blows about it doesn't he blows his lid yeah um and I'm thinking oh bloody hell girl can't win you know and you're just like oh. what does she want what does she want from him that's what I, I'd love to know like she can't work out herself can she what do, she doesn't want a replacement dad but maybe tell him that maybe say because she hasn't even mentioned the stepdad maybe tell him I had a stepdad and I used to play golf with him and he's Xander's dad Xander's my brother. This is our relationship. She hasn't told him anything about her life. He doesn't know anything about her. And then she's saying, I don't feel connected to him. And I'm like, you need to to, to feel connected with somebody. You need to talk, don't, don't you, essentially? Mm. Mm. And say, this is who I am. Like you, like me and you have over the last year and a half or however long mm. we've been, been friends for. You know, we talk about stuff that's not about the podcast and that's how we get to know each other. Yeah. They've not, they've not done that, have they? Nope. No. Madness. It's it's maddening. Maddening. It literally makes you mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what they need? You know when we're talking about having new cast members because the cast is quite small. Home and Away needs a bloody therapist because every <laughs> character every character on Home and Away needs therapy. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> Where's Logan, man? <laughs> <laughs> get Logan back. Absolutely, everyone because they, they can't communicate, they can't talk to each other. It's so frustrating. I mean, I know it's soap and I know it's TV, and you know you wouldn't have these storylines, but it'd be nice to see people actually opening up to each other and saying, "This is how I feel. This is what I'm thinking. This is you know who I am." We don't have these real conversations sometimes, and it's so like, oh. Right, it's that time again. Are you ready for another round of Your Say on the Bay? 
I think so. You think so? In, I'm think sensing so. some trepidation. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit, you know, after your little uh, kickoff. My, I'm sorry. I'm worried, <laughs> worried if anybody else is kicking <laughs> off. Ronnie oh, Messing. I apologise. <laughs> it really annoyed me. I, do you know what? I feel better now. I've got it off my chest. Oh, that's good. Thank you for See? listening. Therapy. Thank you for listening. I know. I'm not, you know, they're not the only ones that need the therapist. I'm, you know, no, I'm all. Do you know, we need to do some sort of, they, they, do you know what? There should be some weird parallel universe where we infiltrate the Summer Bay universe and all the characters mm. listen to the Coastal News podcast <laughs> and, you know, feel much better afterwards. That needs I to happen. I, I don't think they would feel better. Some of them anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe not Rose. Yeah. Mm, maybe not Rose or, or Rue. Or Rue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rue. Georgie Parker, I love you, but Rue, good lord. Yeah. Good lord. Judgy, judgy, Rue, Rue. No one needs it. Anyway. Where am I? So for anyone who who might be new here, well, this is a day and a half, this. Um, what we're doing now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go on. Come on, breathe. Okay, we'll start again. <laughs> when you laugh it makes me laugh because it's so funny i, I love sorry. your laugh no don't don't apologize you've got one of those laughs that makes you laugh you know like it's infectious <laughs> i love it love it <laughs> uh right <clears throat> serious podcast for anyone who might be new here what we're going to do now is have a little look at what the viewers think of home and away and the episodes that have aired this week um, so we've just been discussing on the main segment all the storylines that have been, ha have been happening this week. You've heard what we think about them. But now I want to know what you guys think, the viewers of Home and Away. So I've been digging through your social media comments and reactions. and I'm going to read a few out to Sai. But before we do that, for those of you that already know the drill, you know what I'm going to say now. But we're on Facebook, Instagram, threads, YouTube, etc. We're still on Twitter and we tweet along with the show we tweet along because we watch it at 6 30 p.m monday to friday on five star here in the uk um and if you want to get involved in the chat hashtag home and away come and join us because there's a, there's a few people that tweet every night and then we just talk about what we think of the show and you might just end up on this segment of the podcast oh. so the first topic i have for you tonight today even is dirt, <laughs> dirty cash Dirty Cash versus Detective Dodgy. Dirty Cash, Detective Dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> de 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 Detective Dodgy. I like that. <laughs> That's a new word. Yeah. I like that. So what do people think about these two? Okay, so went over to Facebook and Tina said, now yeah. that that's what you call a corrupt cop. Sly as they come. And I hope Cash brings him down. Down. <sighs> Down, cash down. He's a yeah. snack. He's, yeah. yeah, he's sly as the mm. car, according to Tina. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm not really disagreeing with you, Tina, either. Um, Anne says, cash is clever and he's no pushover. Mm. Dirty cash. Dirty cash is not a pushover. I think non-dirty cash. I think, cash. Say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he's when he's trying to be good, he is a bit of a pushover, isn't he, actually? Yeah. Yeah, it can yeah. be. It's in there, but when he goes, rogue, you literally you know. break. You literally doesn't take much to like convince him to break any rules. That's true. Yeah, and do what you need him to do. I didn't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. I'm taking you in. Got you to the car. I've changed your mind. <laughs> you give me a sub story, and yeah. I believe you. Even though I'm going to yeah. go go to prison for helping you. <laughs> You know, Yolo. He, is a, he is a bit of a pushover in that respect. Yeah, yeah. I think. Mm. Um, Foxfire photos on Twitter said at least Cash has now has now got proof that Madden and Ollie are working together to bring Dana Dana down. Cash is a smart cookie, and he will work it out. Mm. Mm, will he though? Um, Everyone yeah. loves a loves a bent copper, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh god. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's line, line of duty, isn't it? It was all about Ben, mm. ben Coppers. Mm. People lap this stuff up. Don't, I mean, we love this, don't we? This is typical soap fodder, isn't it? Yeah. 
Francis on Facebook said, is he a lone dirty cop or is he in it with others? Then again, his colleagues might know about what he's doing and they might be waiting for him to make an error and to nab him. I think Francis is a line of duty fan because that's literally what they what they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Investigate um, the dirty cops, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, actually, where we go next. Mm. This is making me think now, like, what next? Like, who can they trust? Yeah. How do they get out of this? How does Ollie know Detective Dodgy? Yeah, and why? Yeah. Why? Like, why are they working together? What does Ollie know? Mm. Like, you know... Is Ollie, mm. bl- is Ollie blackmailing Detective Dodgy because he's a Dodgy detective? Is Ollie related to mm. him? Mm. I've got so many questions yeah yeah mm. i hope we get some answers to these questions as well i hope it's not just oh this oh, is not it. one of them yeah. oh, that'd be frustrating yeah claire marshall says you can tell he's a bent cop a mile off you I, can don't do. if, I don't know if that's praise or not for the actor <laughs> <laughs> oh dear and then rochelle says you just got to look at him to know he's dodgy another one another one mm-hmm. so lots of people are saying he's as dodgy as they come this bloke so I, yeah i guess it's saying a lot about the casting and the character although and, he, and a... the way he carries himself as well yeah you know, he's proper yeah. cocksure isn't he you know oh yeah like mm. he's a bit of a yeah smarmy kind of character yeah. isn't he yeah yeah but we love that we love that typical soap buddy really um, a lot of people have been praising the casting, though. So Privy actually says that on Facebook. Great casting um, with Detective Madden. So, you know, this, this, I don't think there's any bad comments about this dodgy cop. Really, I know they're calling him a bent copper, but I think that's what he's, that's the, you know, the character he's playing. I think people yeah. are lapping this up. This, yeah. yeah, I think he's been a hit, to be honest. What about Dana, though? So, unfortunately. Oh, no. Uh-oh. The, oh, no. the internet, <laughs> oh no, the internet <laughs> has been calling Dana dumb Dana. Well, okay, yeah, we called her naive, weren't we? We were polite. Yeah, I suppose it's but, the alliteration, yeah. isn't it? Dumb Dana, it yeah. kind of rolls, rolls yeah. off the tongue. Yeah. Yeah, or Dana. Uh, so Yvonne on Twitter said, I fear Dana, who doesn't seem to be very bright, has gone and blown it by making that phone call. Uh, yeah, yeah. From your sister's phone. I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> From yeah. your sister's phone, immediately implicating your sister. Like, oh, God. And I, I think it was a voicemail as well, so that you can play it over and over and over and over again. It wasn't just a phone call. Eh, frustrating but anyway not about us Uh, (laughs) Tina on Facebook says she's never grateful for what her sister is doing risking her own safety just to clear her name Cash putting his job on the line just to help her yeah that's a thought actually that's not even something that crossed my mind Mm. she's always whiny yeah she's not grateful at all people are people are really sticking the necks out here aren't they it's almost like if I'm going to go down, I'm going to bring you all with me, isn't it? It's almost yeah. like that. Well, mm. well, the way we're at the minute, that's looking like it's likely going to happen. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, Vicky says, I don't like her at all. She seems really ungrateful. She doesn't listen to her sister. And now she's used her phone. <laughs> yeah. Ask definitely. Phil pay his permission, please. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, Sheila says she's thick as two short planks and oh, I don't dear. like her sister either. <laughs> oh dear, there's no love oh. no love lost with Sheila at all. Oh, no, so Sheila. Oh dear. Uh, Angelique says that was a really dumb thing that Dana did. Why make a phone call and let him know that you're about to get CCTV footage just to keep yourself quiet? Her sister told her not to make any phone calls. Dumb! Called her dumb twice in that message. Dumb Dana. Dumb Dana. I told mm. you. Mm. Sue Carter is not loving this Sue Carter says I hate this storyline This silly little girl is not learning a lesson This is the thing we talked about in the main podcast Isn't it? She's not the little girl She's an adult, she's a nurse She's, But she is acting You wouldn't you you wouldn't be wrong in thinking She was like 15, 14 years old Yeah, it's quite juvenile Her Mm. approach Isn't it? 
Yeah. Very, very much uh, so. So we're not the only ones picking up on that. No. But then there are some positives. So there are people that, that are enjoying the storyline. I think I'm enjoying the storyline. I think it's Dana that's winding people up. But Jamie said, I kind of like Harper and Dana, actually. They feel like old school home and away characters. Um, Is this the, the whole coming to the bay with a secret? Yeah, the classic trope. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jamie also on Twitter said, we didn't see Irene's house for months and now we've had a brick through the window while she's been away and now a drug storyline while she's away this time. That's right, isn't it? We haven't seen the beach house for absolutely ages and now we keep seeing it when Irene's not even there. <laughs> we do. My favourite house. It is set. my favourite house. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, where I'd want to live. I'd want to live there. That's yeah. where I would be. Absolutely. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, that's right. But it's nice to have the set back. It and is. the fact yeah. that the set is back tells me we're here for a bit. Mm. Yes, Because the sets true. come up and down, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. When, I think some the of them are permanent. I think some are permanent, aren't they? But other ones, they do pop up and down. Yeah. I think I, on one of the programmes, it was the diner is permanent. Yes, we're there every episode. Yeah, I think the, pretty much everything else comes and goes, does it? I think Salt is permanent. I think Salt oh, and no. the Diner, and possibly the Surf Club. You know, the bit where the board shop is. But I think oh, all really? the all the houses, apart from um, the the farmhouse, I think that's a permanent set, isn't it? The farmhouse. They'll they'll come and go up and yeah. down. But I think when, the rest of them. I think, stories. I think Parata House, John's house, we've not seen for. God knows how long. And the beach house. And, and the share house. They'll all come and go as the story yeah. allows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I think we're on about the fourth sofa over at Casa Parata. <laughs> I'm keeping a tally on that. <laughs> they that moved sofa the changes. furniture around. They, mo- they moved the table. That, that dining room table is sometimes there, sometimes not there. It's fascinating. Where did uh, you yeah. put it? <laughs> It's honestly, it's not for me. I find the sofa fast. I'm like, you're sitting on a brand new couch. <laughs> no one's talking about it. <laughs> and then the old one comes back two weeks later. Brilliant. And then let's store it all in Nico's room, you know, and just <laughs> just bring it out I and mean, do a rotation. Right, we've worn that cushion down, put that away for six months and bring the next one out. Yeah, that's what I'm choosing to believe. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, Whatever helps you sleep at night, love. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, though. I literally lie awake thinking about this stuff. I'll tell you. Oh, dear. Right. On Facebook, then, they played that clip of, you know, Justin and Leah getting a little bit in oh, the... Uh... <laughs> the spanner drop. <laughs> <laughs> getting a little bit saucy with the old dirty dancing in Summer Bay Auto. Wow. Uh, that was a, that was a shocker. <laughs> We haven't talked about that on the main pod. Was it was interesting? Yeah. How did no, you feel about it? It probably fell under the last quarter of living in a minute. Um, <laughs> I didn't feel nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Nothing um, in my undercarriage. Now, what about no? Her? No twinges. Um, <laughs> no, no. I didn't feel any twinges. I felt a little bit cringy. I'll be honest. It's, you know what it's like. It's like when you you know when you catch like your mum or your dad kissing. Like it's. A bit. I hope not. I should hope not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's a bit. Mm, oh, I mean, I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they they're happy, but I don't. I don't really want to see it. Um, but lots of people, lots of people commented on on this video. Obviously, there were, you know, understandably, there were lots of comments like, "Oh my God, Justin, remember the garage existed?" And mm, wow, mm. he's actually working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think Claire on on Facebook actually said he's actually at work, um, and Kathy said don't stop Justin working. He's only just started again. <laughs> <laughs> but people were lo- some people were loving this scene. So Leanne said I love this scene. It's so cute. Emma said my favourite home and away couple. Which oh. you obviously did you vote for them, Emma? Because you yeah, know because, the yeah. awards, the award show's coming out uh, soon. But, 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 so but, oh yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> coming out soon. So maybe <laughs> maybe they win. Maybe they don't. I just have palpitations. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say them, you know. But you know, if you didn't if you didn't choose them, you know, mm. it's on you. Um, Viv said that was lovely. Well done. Love watching Home and Away every evening. 
Caroline agreed. Uh, she said, I love that impromptu dance. I felt a bit jealous, actually. I would love to dance with James Stewart. Oh. Ooh, he's looking a bit, big buff fan. Late, a bit buff lately, James. Is, Is it just he? me? Do you not notice? He keeps wearing vests and I keep getting a bit hot. Yeah. Mm. Um, Don't know if anyone I'll, else has noticed. I'll report back. <laughs> He's looking quite buff. Yeah. I'll report <laughs> back and have a look. He's, Thank you. you see it sometimes, don't you, on Insta? You know, he's in. You know, he's on the front of some magazine talking about uh, his fitness journey. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's been working oh, out, yeah. especially for you. I've noticed. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting a little bit. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of a lot of vests. <laughs> you know, it used to be baggy t-shirts and baggy baggy like shorts and baggy stuff. trousers. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just <laughs> baggy, <thinking. laughs> baggy trousers. It did though, and now he's starting yeah. to wear vests and get his like pecs out and his Bustle muscles. Fit. Mm, mm. Interesting. Anyway, throw not... me a curveball. I'll have to come back to you. <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nina said, I love that scene. Love that scene. However, <clears throat> which scene as... are we still on Dirty Dancing? Yeah. <laughs> we we yeah. are. We are. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies. No, it's fine. We Just are checking. still on Leah and Justin dancing in the garage. However, I do try and find, you know, where I can both sides of the argument so yeah although a lot of people are loving it some people really aren't and it's not really some it's not really so much them as a couple but there's a lot of people saying they can't stand Leah so Naomi on Facebook said I really can't stand Leah Justin would be better off alone or with someone else so just any option other than (laughs) (laughs) wow harsh uh Tracy agrees she says Leah gets on my nerves Liz agrees, I can't bear Leah, she says. Caroline, a different Caroline to the one that wants to dance with James, says this was cringeworthy. And Claire agrees. Claire saying cringe, cringe. So, yeah. Not loved by everybody, I'll be honest. Yeah, doesn't sound so. Mm -mm. And then over to Twitter, and Jamie has quite a worrying message for Leah and Justin. He says, Leah Leah and Justin... Having a lovely scene together, never a good sign. <laughs> He's not wrong, well, is he? He's I suppose it's a bit like anything, really, isn't it? You know, when we were talking about in the main spiel of this episode about mm. Justin and, uh, sorry, Tane and Felicity. Yeah, yeah, that was the same sort of thing. And we were like, you know, that means what goes up must come down. Yeah. So it's put same, you could apply the same logic, can't you? Thank you for listening. We will be back with more episode discussion from Summer Bay soon. Until then, join the discussion online at Coastal News Pod.